know why I always used to think is is it more kind of niched around like Christian dating or am I wrong? In so Blagape is Christian dating, yeah. Um, so Blagape obviously is a Christian black dating brand, but Pentalk is more about um, the study of like human behavior in relationships in general. Um, yep. So Pentalk isn't necessarily Christian; it's just ordinary people with stories to tell. Um, yeah and just like unpacking behavior that we might have learned from childhood from society and just seeing how that really impacts our relationships on a day-to-day okay that's that's interesting it's still kind of like so blagopay is not it's kind of like a spin-off not a spin-off but it still ties uh, in. no because blagopay is literally like networking for christians whereas with pen talk it's more debate um and there's no like christian element to it um okay. And Blagopay is predominantly for you to find, not find, but for you to like network with people, connect with people who might be single, who are black and who are Christian. Whereas with Pentalk, you are not, the emphasis isn't on networking. The emphasis is on explaining our behavior um, and debating our behavior and seeing like how there is room for growth and improvement and just like the study of like behavior in general so for example we've looked at like um male privilege in society um and the benefits men may have and and how they outweigh women's benefits so for example one of the topics we've looked at we've looked at um cheating um infidelity and like not infidelity in in so much a black and white sense but infidelity in a sense of is it ever justified what are the elements that make up cheating why do people do it why do happy couples also cheat as well so those are kind of the topics just to give you like an example like a flavor of like the stuff that we've kind of discussed on pen talk so it's more like the psychology of human behavior like why we do things and how that really does infiltrate our relationships um yeah yeah, that's that's interesting though because there's a lot of discourse a lot of these days around like just relationships in general, why we why we do what we do, and sometimes you would think here yeah, that men and women hate each other the way that these things are discussed online, like as if to say like yes, men and women are, are very much different, but there's I don't I think there's some similarities as well like and but a lot of the time because we let like uh let's say kind of like gender standards or gender roles whatever you want to call it. And just the way, like, and just generally patriarchy, the way things are, you you often think that this is it should be done this way or that way. But a lot of the time, when people are kind of having these discussions online, people forget that it's just their opinion. There's no, like... Yeah. There's no, yeah. like, you know... Which is why, like, I try to, um, especially particularly with pen talk, um, I, don't, I don't do, like, Twitter debates. We do, like, actual behavioural psychology topics. So, like... Uh, another example um, of an event that we had, we had an event around um, male and female emotions and whether um, men do have a hard time um, conveying their emotions. So from a scientific standpoint, like men and women have the exact same emotional spectrum. So we were looking at that and like just different ways in which men and women express those emotions outlets and why the outlets might be different but in terms of the emotional range they're the same so yeah we kind of take we kind of take stuff apart and we unpack things and like get to the root of 
our behaviours. Um, not in a men versus women kind of way, but in a way of trying to better our relationships going forward. And not just intimate relationships, but just in relationships in general, because relationships really do make up like every aspect of our lives. As much as we say they don't, or we think they don't, like relationships are really integral to the development of society. Um, and when your relationships, relationships with people, yeah, when your relationships with people are bad, Mm. Oh, like just family, family relations. Yeah, like yeah, yeah. So they're really, really integral to like the way um we perceive things. Like when you think about the relationship you have with your parents, how that impacted your life growing up. Yeah. The relationship you had with your friends, how that impacts you now. Like your relationship with a lot of people really does impact like your day to day and your worldview. So yeah, that's what pen talk really does, and 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 it tries to achieve that through debate. Yeah, no, that's good. And speaking, I know, like you said, you don't really try to make it the whole men versus women. Um, but speaking of that, just just kind of segue into like what I, we wanted to, to discuss with you is this, like in terms of obviously Valentine's Day is coming up was tomorrow. Tomorrow. And uh, there's always the, there's always uh, this is what I always see before I kind of jump in here is like oh, women like it more than men. Men do this all, oh, but it's just one day. Why should I spend da 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 da? Like, but. I don't know what why people make such a big fuss. Like what why like why I mean, so why not? Like my my thing is why not? Like why should no, it be- I, I, I'm agreeing? I'm saying why people why as in why people make it's a just big another day for me, boy. Huh? What? It's another day for you. It's just it's just another normal day for me. But you, but you know what? Yeah, I, see I think the reason why I'm saying I, I'm I'm agreeing with Christine is like I feel like like utilize the day like it should be a day get the flowers get the roses do the candlelit do all of that but i feel like and i'm, and I'm only saying this because i was once that anti 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 v-day guy yeah like nah why don't you need to get a card why don't you to get that but you see what it is it's like yes it's just one day and it's, it's based on uh, consumerism which is we all know that finding it is what it is yeah but just it won't hurt you just get a little rose but i feel like some men like no nah, i don't want to do it it's like in my, it's not really in my style, like just, just express. Like I don't know. I just feel like maybe it's like I don't know. Do do some people just have a hard time, kind of like just expressing that like, ro- romance is. I don't. Know, I mean, I love romance. You know what I'm trying to say. I think, but it's often seen as oh, it's a bit mm, love. It's a bit soft when it comes to guys. It's a bit. But a lot of when a trust me when a guy's in love, romance is nothing. But people try to just act this out. Yeah, nah. Um, yeah, don't. I get what you're saying, Ben. It's another day, but I don't know. I just think people should embrace it, man. Personally, like I, I, don't I agree. I feel like yes, it is consumerism, but I just feel like there's so much like sadness in the world, like in general. And this is just one day to really not saying that, like, because obviously, because typically people are like, oh no, but I can express uh, my love for my girl any day during the month. Blah, blah, blah okay that's fine and yeah you should do that anyway but I just think one day in the whole year that the world actually says you know what yeah let's say apart for love I think it should be treasured um and it should be encouraged but yeah that's just me and that's coming from me I'm not even the most hopeless romantic so that's well, coming from someone know, who's I, not I, hopeless, I'm a hopeless romantic, romantic man I, I, are you because you know, I'm a, I'm a guy. I, I wear my heart on my sleeve, so it's kind of just the nature of who I am. Like, I'm not. I can pretend I don't care about these things, like. But that's I listen. That I'm. I'm very much. I'm very much. So Mani, who is um? Who are you sending gifts uh, to tomorrow? Uh, first of all, we're not doing that because. 
Listen, I, like, yeah, okay, this so is maybe who are you sending? Who are you sending gifts to tomorrow? Come on, mate. Well, I work right now. I work right now. Yeah. Send gifts to tomorrow. Um, who, who are you receiving any gifts? Will you be receiving any gifts tomorrow? Uh, do you know what I'm saying? I mean, that. Uh, yes. <laughs> you put me on the spot, bro. Like, I mean, I mean, you know what it is. Yeah, I just think everyone love is love. Everyone should get gifts. You know what I'm saying? So even if that means going to buy yourself, okay, don't buy yourself flowers. Let me not uh, encourage that. But I mean, yeah, why not? But if you buy yourself flowers, and I'm not, I'm not doing that. I'm just saying. But you so, mainly, are you going to be buying um gifts for um any lady tomorrow? I mean, I mean, I'm just, you know, it, like, I'm just, you know, yeah, it's... it's... Why are you fumbling like Matt Hancock? <laughs> it's like, yeah, it's, it's a special day, you know. I think everyone deserves gifts, you know. um, You, you know, like, all that kind of stuff. <laughs> yeah, you got... So tomorrow you're going to be sending out... Or, or no, you don't have to send it out. Like, you've probably already done it. I mean... I'm... I mean, yeah, Ben, what are you saying? What are you, what are you saying, man? But ben, what about yourself? Are you going to be sending this? I don't know about you. I don't know if I'm going to get anything through the mail. I don't know. But probably... You might do. Yeah, not, a Amira or so might send you something. People always say, like, the women that receive it, it's like... Is it a, is it a, is it a women's is it women's day is it not it's not women's day but it, it's like it seems the emphasis on get your woman something like that that's the whole that's how it's been for time like get your woman something it's not yeah. I mean some guys receive things too yeah but I don't know I feel like I think it's changing though I think I think yeah maybe in the past the emphasis has been like get your woman something or whatever but I think it's changing I think a lot of men are starting to see like value in gifts as well. And like they want to also see that reciprocity, um, so mm. I think it's definitely changing. Because even like just from my TL, people are like, "Yeah, no girl should buy me boxes. Like that's not a gift or whatever, you know." So I think it's definitely changing. I think um, men's demands have definitely like increased, and um, mm. they're not settling for sex and boxes this time around. Do you know what? I'm not, I'm not, because this is just ties in with love languages. I'm not really, um, what's that, what's the language that where is it gifts receiving or acts of service? I'm not really, a, I don't care about gifts, you know? Okay. Like, I'm obviously it, they're nice, but it's not, my thing is more so just, um, what's the other one called? What's the, what are the love languages? Acts of service, um, gifts, uh, love language, words, words of affirmation. Yeah, that's me. That's me. I'm I'm words of affirmation. Like, I, give me words any day. Like, that's I just I think I just I just I just like it's like crack. Like, inject it. Give me those words of affirmation. Like, I don't do crack, by the way. I'm just saying. Are you so? Are you sending like a subliminal message to I don't, I don't, I don't Valentine what, right now to tell her <laughs> to get her to get to get her to tell you words of affirmation? Is that what it is right now? This is just a general thing. I mean, that's just my thing. I just, I just like words of affirmation. Obviously, it's nice if you get, you know, for V Day or if you get if you get a card. I don't. Yeah, if I get a card, I get a card, and then that's that's cool. It's fine. And obviously, it doesn't mean that because I don't I don't like gifts. I don't I don't want a gift on like I don't expect gifts on birthdays and all the all the special occasions. But generally, my thing is just like yeah, I I kind of gravitate towards more like quality time, words of affirmation. Um, you know, because yeah, that's just that's just me. What, what about what about you guys? What's, what's your love languages? Um, my love language. We started recording, Mike. We have okay. I didn't even do an introduction. Was it, was what? <laughs> I didn't even do an introduction. 
Oh yes, yeah. Do you know what? I'm I'm a bad I'm a bad I'm a bad co-host. Um, but welcome back to another a special episode of Valentine Valentine's Day. Thinking that love pod, bit different this one um, compared to what we normally do. But we're just talking all things love, love languages, the big day that is Valentine's Day, and who better than to have than Christine, female hitch as I would call her, Jacqueline of all trades. Um, <laughs> <laughs> see, I'm saying that I'm good with the words, um, and just most of all that relationship advice. Um, well, yeah, I'll, I'll let you kind of plug yourself. Let me not, let me not like do you do you a disservice. Do you know what I mean? Okay, so hi guys, um, I'm Christine, um, founder of Bag of Pay, a black Christian dating brand, and also founder of a um debate event called Pen Talk. Um, where we discuss relationships of all kinds and just how they really do um, impact society at large and we uncover behavior behavior and how that also impacts our relationships at large so yeah that's me um, and I think this is a Valentine's special so hey all you lovers out there you know what I'm saying get your roses hope you're re- receiving your roses all of that you know it's, it's it is just another day but yeah it's Especially what's going on with everything. Listen, it's a day to, to make the most, man. We can't go anywhere. Some people, some man have to cook. Some people have to cook. So maybe just cook something. You know what I mean? Just make, just make an effort. You know, that's just, that's that's coming from someone who was always used to be anti Valentine's Day. So that that's, that says a lot. Yeah. So if any other guys, just I don't have to tell the women because I think women already kind of have it drummed in their head that they well they you they they're gonna receive things. So some women might you know go the extra mile for their partners who knows this is going to be like the first virtual valentines that a lot of people have ever experienced um obviously because of the lockdown restrictions that's if you are abiding by the rules which we hope we all are um yeah so if you are abiding by the rules and this will probably be your first virtual valentines um so good luck keep it creative yeah is is like because um you know i probably shouldn't have said that i don't want to be earning anyone's personal business but is a is a virtual call, yeah. Say like a virtual Zoom, and this is not for me. I'm just saying it in general, by the way, yeah. Mm-hmm. Like a virtual call with someone where you guys just have like a little wine. Do you think that's that's enough given the circumstances? I mean, I think so. Like wine. Is it romantic? If you drink, if you drink wine, I guess. Um, wine, a takeaway. Um, but hopefully you would have sent each other gifts as well. Um, but yeah, something over FaceTime because, like, I mean, what else can you do? um obviously yeah, there are other true, things yeah. you can do so you can do like i don't know a facetime movie night play some games over facetime zoom or whatever but i think whatever you do just make it like you know intimate and cozy um thoughtful and um yeah all about love yeah that's that's true i guess i guess there's not much you i mean there's not much you people can do but just make the most of it but even just that aside yeah that and i'm i'm gonna just want to switch it up a bit yeah like when because obviously you're you're focused on you focus so Christine on like you know the psychology behind like men and women relationship with that kind of stuff yeah and I and this is something I always kind of I don't always have it on my mind but I always kind of think do do you think and this is just for a, an open question do you for both of you do you think men fall in love quicker than women do I think men fall in love quicker than women yeah um that's difficult mm. to say unless you have a big enough sample. Um, so I think that's hard to say. So I think men fall in love quicker than women. 
I actually don't know the answer to that question because um, I think it would vary depending on the circumstance, like the history behind the relationship. So people are very, very hard to box. Yeah. Um, so I think it would vary. I can't say for sure. I'd have to take a sample of like 55,000 men or something. <laughs> I, I, I think I'm just seeing it more of a, not from a sort of like a, a step point of view, but just more of like, I, I think, I don't know, I think, well, I, can I just, I can't say for women, I can only speak for myself, but I think, I just know how, I, I think with me, I just know how I get, so like, it, you wouldn't usually, I think it would take, I think that for me personally, I would say the answer is no, because it kind of takes quite a lot to really get, really kind of, really, really understand someone, and from when you understand them, appreciate them for like, what they kind of, um exhibit towards you and then you obviously then build from there and so i think for me it takes time but then when and but when i get there yeah i'm like like i love hard so that's why i kind of wanted to kind of just that aside and i don't know if this will need some sort of sample too but like even just like when it comes to men and women like who loves the hardest in terms of men and women we can't we can't say definitely but we, just from your kind of agenda okay, so i can't say definitively but in terms of who loves the hardest, um, I think it's more... again. It's hard. It's hard to say. What do you What do you think, Ben? I don't know. I think if you want the relationship to work, then I feel both people have to put the effort in because it's not going to work one way, but not the other. So you can't have someone that puts a hundred percent, but someone that puts forty percent. Because it's 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 just not gonna work, you know. Yeah, but I I always hear like, and I've heard this from from um, women and some women as well. Like, oh, like the man has to like if the man, the man has to love the woman more than the woman loves the man. I've heard that as well, and I think that saying is problematic. But I also understand why women would say that. Um, I feel like the the better way to really construct it or maybe phrase it is a man should be fully invested in a woman and needs to be fully invested in a woman for it to work um, and he needs to do that like from the outset um, and the reason I say that is because just just from like you know um, what I've heard from friends and what I've seen and um, just in my own little experiences that I've had with my friends relationships my own I do feel like it's different when a man is fully invested in you um so I think that's what women mean when they say a man must love you more but I think the reason why I find that a bit problematic is because you know how do you quantify that a lot of people mm -hmm. can claim to love you and do certain things to show you they love you but really they don't how do we measure love like are we measuring love by how much money he spends on you are yeah, we measuring exactly. love by are we measuring it by how much time he spends with you are we measuring it by you know the physicality of your relationship like it's very 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 hard to quantify and because it's hard to quantify it's hard to say that a man should love you more because how do you know what more is um, what is the measure by which we judge more so that's hard but I would say though that a man should be fully invested like there should be no question as to um, if 
you are the person that he wants to be with and that should be something that like he's able to vocalize um and show you from the outset of of your relationship and I think that will make the difference and that will really impact the course of the relationship I think that's what women are talking about when they say they want a man to love you more but again my my um, retort to that is always uh, what is more like how do you quantify that yeah but then when because the thing is like you've just more or less kind of like rephrased that or mentioned love the women because when you say investment like what like you said it's hard because investment doesn't necessarily mean love because that because someone can be fully invested but it doesn't mean they love would it, does it, would it say it means they love someone like you like a, a bad, I think generally I think generally investment is love like because why else would you invest in somebody unless like you are a narcissistic and you just like to go around telling people that oh I saved this person I saved this person but I think usually healthy people um who have healthy um understandings of love and healthy understandings of a relationship I generally feel like investment equates to love because why else would you just invest in somebody if you don't love them yeah that's true but by saying that is it, is it unhealthy then if a, if a man is more invested than, than a woman or should is it, it unhealthy be? i think it should be equal like ben was saying i think it should be equal but i think there should be it might sound like i'm contradicting myself but i do think that the investment should be equal but why i say that a man should be fully invested that doesn't mean that he should be more invested it just means that he should be fully invested like um because the investment can still be equal but he should just be fully fully invested there should be no you know doubt in his mind because usually I just feel like when you when you hear of relationships where the man then becomes unsure during the course of the relationship I think that uncertainty he's had it from the start so I feel like when I say fully invested I mean that a man should be you know sure that you are the person that he wants to go on this journey with if he has any doubt in his head generally the relationship crumbles before it even starts but I, I think that goes back to that whole um kind of tr- traditional that's what of course that's why when it comes to marriage that like, like i i don't i think maybe relationships are different but usually i think when when it comes to shooting your shot it's often traditionally yeah the men do it but i've, I've heard cases of women that have done that but when it comes to marriage that goalpost is never it remains it remains still like a woman it happens but a woman is not usually going to propose to a man so then when a, when a man's coming to a woman to propose that's a sign of yes i'm fully invested in you and i want i want to take this to that next level of you know that partnership for life and building and all that kind of stuff you really is like i don't i don't think a man will propose to a woman if he's not if he if he's not fully invested because that's a big thing like even i think I, you assume that everybody's healthy i think you assume that everybody's operating on like a healthy scale when it comes to relationships a lot of people aren't you know a lot of people still do hold like very skewed very selfish um priorities when it comes to relationships and so it's very possible for somebody to propose to you you know even even if they don't love you or whatever so again a proposal isn't necessarily a measure of of love as well because you have people proposing to people for for money for financial gain for like for different things um so yeah I think yeah we assume that we're all healthy when it comes to this relationship thing but a lot of us are just walking traumas wow walking traumas you know 
but what's that um when you when you marry for basically i forgot the, the official term when you marry for is it um so when basically whether some man will marry someone for money in the sense where like they marry that person and it's going to change their um social you know social or economical state what's the word for it is it it begins with, looking for hypergamy i think yeah like I get that, but I feel like if you're gonna, if you're gonna, maybe I'm just thinking from my point of view. I don't. If I'm gonna marry someone, I, that that means, yeah, listen, I'm I'm invested. Like, otherwise, what's the point? Or what's the point of getting? Yeah, yeah, things happen down the line. Don't get me wrong, but in, in that moment where you decide to marry them, why just do it if you're not hundred percent sure for what? Would you like? Because the thing is, like, I think sometimes we get kind of hell bent on the wedding and not the marriage, and like. Don't get married for. I don't see the point of getting married for sure because it because it's it's quite a, it's a lot you know even just mentally as well like like I don't know obviously there's been a lot of marriages in terms of um like people our, our generation where we see it, we've seen it a lot now people are make, making that plunge and obviously it doesn't mean because they're making the plunge it means yes um, everything's rosy but I think it's more of a commitment to say like yes things might not be be the best but I'm willing to to go on this journey with you and and through that journey to work this out or work that out whatever problems we may have because going into marriage no one no one's perfect there's not there's not a thing of i don't know how to put it like someone said it on another podcast where like people focus too much on on just like love and and fingers marriage is more than just that you've got to kind of see it as a as a as a business to an extent i don't i don't want to say that's i don't really agree but you know i don't know I feel like love is enough, personally. I'm part of love is enough, gang. And no, do you, know what, do you know why I say that? Because I say love is not enough because there are going to be certain things that are going to happen. And it does, like, like, for example, classic case that everyone banging on about. If, like, you know, like, you marry someone and financially, yeah, you know, they might not be where they want to be and they might have lots of bad financial habits and they, they bring you into debt. You don't care about love in that moment in time. Like, what's love got to do? Like, Love is love. Just forget about love in that moment. You've someone you've married this person, and you've not you haven't known that you know they 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 manage money back poorly. They've got loads of debt now. You've inherited that debt in that moment. But then, if they loved you back, if they loved you back, um, they would have. Because I so for me, love is like one big umbrella, and underneath that umbrella sits various things. So love for me includes transparency includes safety it includes you know wanting to communicate properly the willingness to um bounce back like all these different things I think that love um is all encompassing so for me if I marry the guy who had um financial problems and he didn't reveal any of those financial problems to me before marriage but yet he claimed to love me my question to him would be, okay, how can you claim to love me if you never communicated that to me, if you never were transparent to me? Um, I would question the love he has for me based on his lack of transparency. So that's my perception of love. My perception of love is like all encompassing. It involves all these different aspects of what a love and relationship should look like. But but if if a kind of flip that he did kind of reveal all of that, is would you is that what would you do then? As in, he's saying, look, I have a, like, I'm not the best with money and I've got X amount in debt. Like, in that moment, are you going to still say, oh, don't worry, it's fine because we, we love each other? 
No, but I would hope that he told me before marriage. Like that's my point. Like if I'm if saying they told, told you before. Okay, yeah, then I can then I would have to make a choice. Like, okay, do I do I feel like I can move forward with this guy knowing that he has X amount of debt? Yes or no, then you make a choice. But I think love is allowing somebody to have that choice to make for themselves. It's not about control. And I think in that scenario, if you haven't told somebody that you are in debt, the reason why you haven't told that person is because you want to limit the, their choice to make. Like you want to have that degree of control over them so that they don't have a choice um, as to whether they should continue with you going forward. And if, if we're saying that love is not control, love is the freedom, in that point, how could you claim to have loved her if you didn't give her the freedom to choose whether she wants to continue on this financially rocky road with you or not? But, but I just I just think in, in that case it, it like because if you have to kind of feel like if you have to kind of question once that the minute the, the person tells you yeah this is my situation you know I've got X amount of debt and the minute you have to kind of sit back and think right because if, if love is enough you shouldn't you shouldn't really think twice then if if we're if we're, if we're keeping it hundred but if yeah but I think it is I think it still is enough I think it just just because just because I'm saying love is enough doesn't mean that it robs you of all um, of all intelligence. Like, yes, I think, I still think love is enough, but I still also think that she should also be able to make a choice that, okay, cool. Do I choose to move on or do I choose to back out? Yeah, I mean, I agree. One thing I would say, and I don't, I don't, I'm not trying to say like, give this ill advice to say like, you know what, People shouldn't worry about finances or, or any sort of debt management. But I do feel like it's not fair to to get involved with someone, especially with marriage. Relationships are a bit different because that's not really, you know, you can have you can be in mad debt. You're not there's no legally binding contract to say that you get that together. But I think when it comes to marriage, you have to you have to, it should be that's you should like you having that, that's I think that's bad personally. I know like yeah, 100. It, it might it might feel embarrassing, but me personally, I wouldn't want to like I rather I rather be honest and say, look, this is my situation. Uh, I'm in X amount of debt, and and I'm telling you this because if we get married, it might be a case where we might, you might inherit that debt. I'm not, I'll never imagine someone works so hard to to okay, like something like build up their credit score, and the minute they inherit your debt, it's gone down to like, I don't know half of what what it, it is. That's that's not fair. Like that's that's not love personally, but I don't know. I just feel like there's a, there's often factors that um I feel like make you kind of think okay because before i used to think when i was younger yeah you know i still had that disney mentality you know get married fall in love that's what you need but i just feel like there's so many different things now like there's so much things happening like whether it's with the world or just externally like and people like i'm not saying we all have baggage but there's something we have there's something we all have because you no one none of us are perfect you're not coming to your, to someone 100 or like, and i feel like Having said that, so like it, it, it kind of just kind of makes you feel okay. Like after, yeah, you might you, you like the person, you love them, but but it has to be much more to, to sustain a relationship, though. Because lo- love is a. Commitment. I think so. I think, I think love. I do think love is enough to sustain a relationship, personally. But I, I do understand what you mean in terms of um, in terms of what you were saying in terms of like baggage and stuff. I think we all do have baggage, but I think I, I don't know. I just feel like that. I feel like the love that you have for somebody should be enough for you to say, okay, cool. I can take on your baggage. Ultimately, it's a choice, man. I just feel like 
you just have to assess whether you can live with this person's baggage for the rest of your life as sad as it may as as dreary as it may sound but that is really it like that's how you make your choice you choose um the less risk I guess or you choose or you accept that not we're not all 100% and this guy in front of me might have x deficit but I'm prepared to you know go on this journey with him regardless and I think that's what makes love that's what makes love enough that acceptance of you know what Jermaine might not be the most patient man in the world I'm not saying they're not patient but (laughs) um, as an example Jermaine might not be the most patient man in the world but I see you know this deficit in him and I accept it and I'm prepared to go the full way with him despite this shortcoming and I think that's what makes love enough—the acceptance of somebody. Yeah, I think what it is. I think key thing we've done that is given one example. The issue with finances. The reason why with finances, it's not so much. It's not really sticky because when it comes to like debt, that is a well, depending on the amount of debt, that's a short-term thing. Yeah, that's not that, like for example, if someone's going to manage debt, and, and for example yourself here, yeah, you meet, you meet a man, he tells you, I mean, five grand worth of debt, yeah. For you, that might not be a biggie because you know, okay, okay, cool. Let's he's he's giving you a plan as to how it's gonna be paid off. So say for example, got a payment plan in place and by uh, uh six months time that that is paid off, that 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 hurdle is kind of is um I would say has been dealt with. So it, it's not gonna it's not gonna really affect it's not really gonna affect the affect the relationship or the marriage because you've dealt with it. But but it, I'm I think I'm more leaning towards things that are potentially life-changing or lifelong that's what and that's why i kind of feel like in some cases love is not enough and i don't i don't want to go into that too much on, on it because because of time and stuff but i feel like for example like things like um how can i put it now um for example like as a like for example if you you both get married now and this is an example that I kind of know, only because like it kind of it kind of relates to me in a sense. Um, for example, like you kind of get both get married now. Um, you have you have a child, right? And that child has sickle cell. That's that's a that's a lifelong thing. If, if you get where I'm coming from, yeah. So in that case, but and then someone not knowing the the implications of or or how they're gonna deal with this, that can affect the marriage. Marriage, and that and what I'm trying to say is, in, in that moment in time, love may not be quite enough because. When you kind of think of, um, you know, stuff like sickle cell, it's it's more than just it's having to like constantly tell yourself I'm gonna to, to look after this child. That that may mean they may have to have um, an irregular patterns due to school or work because the way sickle cell works is that you can get you get um, a lot of pain majority of the time. Like my mom had it, so it's like I, I kind of saw how the family had to kind of adapt to that. And unfortunately, thankfully, we had a family who who could deal with that and take it on until until up until the point she passed but in some like for example in the context of marriage now that might be a hard thing for both parties to deal with so and it might take a toll mentally so in that case they might they might yeah they might love each other don't get me wrong but it, it might not be enough to kind of sustain the marriage do you get what I'm kind of coming from I don't know if I'm, I'm I being, get where you're coming from but again I get where you're coming from but again I still feel like you kind of knew that this person had sickle cell um mm. and if if the love that you have for that person can't sustain like so love is like a fuel right Mm. so um 
if your love cannot fuel you and cannot drive you to action and in that in that circumstance action would be taking care of my wife who has sickle cell Mm. then my question would be do you love your wife Mm, that's a good point about love being a fueling um well that's so that would be my question which is why i always say love isn't enough because love love isn't something in silo like it's something that should drive you to do something so for example jermaine you love your best friend which is what drives you to get them a gift for their birthday something very simplistic as that Mm. but it's the love that is driving you to do something. So it's the love for someone that drives you to do something. So it's the love for someone's wife that will drive them to care for them during their sickle cell crisis. Mm. Um, and if you don't, and if that person claims to love their wife, but we don't see evidence of that love, i.e. we see their inaction, then my question would be, okay, cool, so... How do you love your wife again? Yeah, that's 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 true. That, that point of love being a few, I don't really say that, that. I just feel as a as a as a feeling of I think it's more so like it's a commitment. It's because love is just yeah, as in how we know love, like you know, I love this person, like it's more than just out, outward projection. It's like I love the person, so I want to do this. It, it fuels you to do this to do it. Things. It's, not, yeah, like, it's not just something in isolation, like you know it's not just like a feeling yes it's a yes you can have like a lovey-dovey feeling about someone but that feeling should drive you to do something that feeling should drive you to um you know an action a positive action hopefully because that's what ultimately it should do it should drive you to a positive action whether it's caring for them during a crisis whether it's telling them about um your financial situation showing them that like you are going to come out of this kind of situation better like it should drive you to do something positive for them that would hopefully impact like the your relationship in general so it is a fuel that's which is why i think is enough because what else do you need to power what else you need to power your car other than petrol you know um without petrol even if you were to turn your car on it wouldn't turn on i don't drive but i imagine (laughs) that if you don't have petrol in your car and even if you turn on the ignition nothing will happen so love is the petrol that you pump in your car so that when you turn on your car it moves hey come with the words come with the the poetry come with the poetry man Um, you know you know how i wish them in the gyms do you think love is enough then To be honest, I don't think it is because obviously things are gonna happen that you want we weren't actually expecting. So I don't know. I feel like you're going through obstacles, even as a married couple. So you're always gonna go through challenges regardless of where you are, because everyone is gonna be flawed. Even if you're in a relationship, you're still gonna have problems and things that you need to deal with but I think it's just important that you talk to them you've got to be vulnerable about um what you're feeling well how you're feeling what you're going through and just things just just to let them know or, or get them give them a heads up you know that are I'm in depth or I've got this gambling issue or addiction because I think if you let them know, then obviously they're going to be aware that oh, 
he this is his trigger point, so I'm not gonna um do something that will trigger that that point. Mm-hmm. You know, so I think you just gotta be be open to talking about things that you usually wouldn't talk about. Yeah, definitely. I think that's that's one of the, the, the crux of I'm not I'm not an expert. I'm just saying what I feel like is you know definitely communication and and yeah, being, being vulnerable i think is so important man because you have to be willing to kind of because when, when it comes to marriage even it's not just you so there's when it's yourself there's so many things you can kind of like um conceal and but with marriage i, I feel like it, it it's going to expose a lot if you try to conceal something it's going to expose a lot so you have to be vulnerable but having said that of course it's not about being vulnerable it's about being vulnerable to the right person because that's yeah. another as well. Like the woman, the woman you you're with, you have to be able to be vulnerable with her. So, you know, it's it's more than. But to be honest, I don't, I don't, I don't see how you can love someone and not be able to be not be able to be vulnerable with them. I don't. I feel like it goes hand in hand personally, but relationships are different. Like we we kind of know that not everything kind of works like that. But who knows? But um, so basically, it's kind of like two against one because Christine is saying yes, and we've more or less kind of said no. But either way, there's no right or wrong answer. It's, it's different, isn't it? Do you know what I mean, but one thing I do kind of like what you said, Christine, is that love being the fuel. Because without love, yeah, I'm telling you, there's yeah, there's there's so many things you wouldn't do, and that and that's just in, like I said, not even from a romantic point of view, just in general, like you know, if you don't have love for someone or or, or people around you, then you're not gonna that influences what how you how you operate, influences relationships. So I guess I'm kind of agreeing on one but kind of like still disagree. Yeah. But... You're agreeing. Just come on my side. Just come, on, <laughs> come to the light. Come to the light. <laughs> you know I mean? It's definitely interesting though. And I think um yeah, like it's it's influences what you do and it's needed. It's definitely it's definitely like the the one of the key ingredients. Like I said, I don't think it's the only thing personally. Yeah, because you know, I don't yeah, I just think there's so many other factors, but yeah, I don't know. Maybe I don't know. Maybe we'll have you on again and, and discuss other elements. But just in some, yeah, love is love enough to everyone listening. So I don't know how you want to answer that. If you want to um, send us a, a a message or comment somehow, or you know, Christine, because this is this is your this is your arena, Christine. So you kind of have more of like a more psychological um, kind of. Well, I say evidence, but yeah, you see it from a more a lot deeper point of view. I guess I'm I'm just seeing it from a more like surface level. You know, I don't I don't have your area of expertise. You know what I mean? But um, yeah, but it's 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 important. It's definitely key. But like I said, there's 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 more there's more. But um, yeah, I think other than that, I want want to just kind of like let the people know, Christine, any sort of future events, of black pay events, and and I don't know if I should say this, but are we getting another season of the podcast? By the way, guys. Yeah, I hope so. I really do hope so. I wanted to start recording like over Christmas, but so many things happen. So um, at some point, there will be another season of the podcast on the couch with Pen Talk. Um, if you haven't listened to it, do listen. Um, my first season explored masculinity. Um, and so I interviewed, I think I interviewed like four or five guys. Yeah. And um, the question for the season was, who taught you how to be a man um and so it was like a psychotherapy session um where these men were opening up about their childhoods um some of them had father figures some of them didn't have father figures that was just really interesting 
to have these interviews with these different men and just to kind of explore masculinity through their eyes and yeah. um, when and how it started for them. So do check out On the Couch with Pen Talk on, um, I think, we're, yeah, we're on Spotify, um, Apple Podcasts and something called Podbean. Um, you can find Pen Talk on Instagram. I think it's Pen Talk UK. Yeah, Pen Talk UK on Instagram. Um, if you're a Christian, single, black, looking for um, just a wider connection, looking to expand your pool, particularly in this panini, as people have called it, um, <laughs> do check out Blagopay uh, UK on Instagram. No, I'm lying. Blagopay UK on Twitter and Blagopay on Instagram. And that's B-L-A-G-A-P-E. Nice, nice. I'm, I'm gonna don't worry. I'm gonna put all the all your all the socials anyway, so it makes it easier. So if you heard and, and didn't quite get it, don't worry, it will be there. But um, listen, Christine, it's been a pleasure. Um, Thanks so much for having me, guys. Um, happy oh. Valentine's Day to you yeah. both and to everyone. Yeah. yeah, hope everyone gets their flowers. You're always welcome on the podcast. Yeah, you know, um, yeah, this was something a bit different from us, but as you know, we, uh, well, not as you know, a lot of our, our topics are centered around like grief and, you know, mental health. But from time to time, we'll kind of sort of uh, kind of stare away sometimes. But um, it, nevertheless, it's still have been a good conversation. So I, I doubt I doubt we're going to get penalized for like, for straying off. Well, it's not, well, not straying off, but it's, you know, given that it's Valentine's Day, we just thought, let's just do a little, let's do something a bit different and a bit um you know special so that that's what it was but um as always you can always find us on apple podcasts um spotify also Anchor, and what else are we on um youtube mate oh yeah that's sorry how can i forget yeah so we're also on youtube as well um so hit the subscribe button by clicking the link in the episode notes and what else have i got to say um what else we got yeah um so yeah so I guess, lastly, happy Valentine's Day and um, hope everyone had a good one. And we'll see you next week for regular programming. And other than that, any any final comments, Ben? Um, follow us on Instagram as well at thinking out loud pod underscore. Yeah. And yeah, that's all I've got. Brilliant. And um, anyway, that's it from us. That's a wrap. Um, everyone take care. Um, stay blessed, all that. Stay alert, wear your mask, you know. Um, yeah. Wash your hands. Wash your yeah, wash your hands. Stay yeah. at home. Follow Keep the NHS. Well. Safe lives. Yeah, exactly. What did you say, Christine? No, I said follow me on Twitter where you will see me talk about everything, love. Oh yes, yes. What's your did you give them your Twitter account? I don't think I did. Um it's at I am Crow. So I A M C R O E. Yeah. Yeah. So follow her guys. Very interesting. Um, topics and sorry I didn't mean to put you on the spot about the podcast there by the way I only want to mention it because it's, it's quite as good no 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 no. I'm I'm glad you mentioned it because it's a challenge to me so I need to work on season two um I think season two I'm definitely gonna like inject some women voices because I think I'm tired of hearing men um just from season one so from season two we're gonna be flipping things around a bit and um hearing what women have to say about different things so Right. I am looking forward to it. Nice. Uh, we are too. Um, yeah, so that's good, man. Uh, yep. I appreciate you. Uh, I think that's my time up in the studio now because I think, yeah. So, yeah. So, all the best. Take care. You guys stay safe.